this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and now streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for... Tonight's host is John Joining John will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Stuart Lill and Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, John Connor. Welcome, everybody, to another After Buzz, the first edition of Justified. Yeah, uh, Rich, our announcer, couldn't get us the title in time, so we piecemealed that together. And uh, we were supposed to go on and say, Justified, but we forgot. Yeah, we blew that royally. Mm. Let's hope that doesn't continue. I blame it on Stu. Sorry, yes. Stu. By the way, um, I just want to—I just want to give a—I I just want to thank our AfterBuzz TV band. You guys are the greatest, <laughs> and um, I love that theme song every time we queue in. Oh, and nice. um, but they're the great. We will never show the band leader though. He's, no. he's not very he's shy. Not, he's very, very shy. shy. Not very intelligent. Right. They get the hell out of here as soon That's as we right. get queued on air. But um, great group of guys. I hope we can bring sure. them on sometime. Yeah. Maybe we, we <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps in our Ask the Manager edition of AfterBuzz TV, followed mm-hmm. by our Charlie Sheen edition. Oh yeah, excellent. We're working. We we are working on a Charlie, uh, our own Maria Menounos. Um, she can get Charlie Sheen in here. She just has been away on the road, and so okay. that is why we haven't. Well, something to look forward to. Indeed. Well, um, we need to bring him back. He he's he, two days straight now. I haven't seen him on the news. I know. I, so, he's completely vanished. So we just brought him up. Good. Okay, yeah. We, there you go. He's that's, back. A, that's an exclusive. So that's gonna that is an exclusive. That's right. Bring it right back no? into the news. No, just no, after Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Charlie Sheen, wherever you are, you are missed. Because we want you winning. Um, but I will say this. Um, John yes. didn't want to host. Or no, I had no idea was hosting. Okay, so, <laughs> so I will take the reins. I apologize because so what seems to be happening is... All of the people at AfterBuzz think it's a requirement to be on the shows. 
And uh, so I will do my best with Justified. I've, this is my first episode. And what I'm going to really start doing is uh, not hosting shows that I don't know because our fans <laughs> deserve better. They do. They really yeah. do. But um, anyways, I will take the reins. And um, you can send your hate mail to me at info at AfterBuzzTV. <laughs> I, I prefer to suggestions. I look anything. forward to reading that on the air. <laughs> so that'll be fun. As always, we've got... Uh, what are you doing, John? We got uh, our... I thought we might be talking about it. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we can... Well, one of the things, uh, for those of you in Radio Land, as we like to refer to, um, we're, watch- we're watching the TV show on our screen muted, so we, you know, we get to reference it every now and then. For yeah. those of you on Ustream, you get to see it. So, um, And by the way, the opening thing Is this song- illegal, by the way? That we're uh, giving everyone, I mean... Legal? Is- illegal, yeah, <laughs> totally. Define legal. Why? We're promoting their show... I'd be upset too, Stu. Uh-huh. If you yeah. said, "Yeah, no." Come well, someone on. could just tune in and watch the entire episode without actually having. Cable. Can't they do that anyway? Well, I don't know. I'm just wondering. Uh, no, because the camera's on me right now. Oh, okay, so, so we you just can't t- see we the chop it up. show okay. right now. Gotcha. And B, it's on mute. Okay, I I shouldn't bring this up on the air. I don't want I don't want yeah. lawyers digging into our our, our then, company. Because they're not, Stu. In mm-hmm. fact, we've had showrunners. Um, the reason why we did Human Target was because. Um, Elizabeth Kiernan, one of our people who does Glee, mm-hmm. she also works on Human Target as the writer's assistant, and he said to her, wait, you do Glee, and you don't do our show? Let's go! What are you doing? And so they called in, uh, the, the writers called in for their show. They had the whole Human Target crew here, the, uh, the writer's assistants, mm. and they did our Human Target show. So, and what showrunners love us, do? And then you... But this is clearly, like, I'm trying to get the justified, Yeah, you just won't let me get there. But I'm just saying, this is like the equivalent of, like, Russian movie piracy, where where there's a camera on, like, a, a movie Stu, screen. You know what, and, you know what Stu? Uh, this is- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Stu's first and last video appearance here at AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> it's like, who invited him? I know. <laughs> what the? By the way, okay, so if we're off on this tangent, um, I'm just going to try to wrap this up as quickly as possible and then get into Justify. But, but Stu... Let's talk about your appearance. Oh, okay. Yes. Phil. I love. I love how you. Uh, camera you did, ready, tell, you did tell him it was video. I right? did tell him. Right. He, Stu thinks camera ready is coming in flip flops, typing on his computer. Not typing. <laughs> Can't see my flip flops. By the way, uh, for those of you who don't know, Stu does a bunch of our other shows like Southland, Californication, and Big Love, mm. and he does Big Love and Californication with our own Kevin Undergaro. And when Kevin speaks certain points, Stu, being a wannabe writer takes the notes down because he thinks he can't there's no way of recalling this information ever again gold phil i have to take him down then he's just diligent yes and i would buy that if if you couldn't download the podcast but i'm inspired right then and there it's 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 an epiphany every time i'm with kevin well i mean we're gonna have to (laughs) practice that (laughs) justified Anyway, yes, justified. I think his taking notes is justified. Speaking of justified, mm, thank you. Let's get right um, into this one. Yeah, well, for for one of the things that I want to start with is the theme song. I liked it a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, our own DJ Jesse 
He's a DJ, loves music. That's why we call him that. Absolutely. He didn't know the genre of this music, and I'm kind of disappointed. (laughs) Pipe in when you're ready, Jesse. No? It's called Gangster Grass, as Steve found. Gangsta. Gangsta. Gangsta Grass. Gangsta Grass. Yes. There There we go. Very nice. Mm. I mean, that's... I call it country rap, but mm-hmm. I gotta say it's very justified. Yeah. It's got that. It's got that. Uh, oh, oh boy, I'm blanking here. A banjo. It's got the. Oh. I think it's a banjo going on. Yeah, that would be. It's got all kinds of things in there. Yeah. I, and you know, I, since I slacked on this every week, I'll bring you a different genre of music. No, well, not a different genre. I'm gonna give you a different uh, song from Gangsta Grass. Gangsta Grass nice. every week. Okay. All right. So a different, mm-hmm. different sampling of I'm Gangsta Grass every week. Yeah. I'll, I'll do, do, I'll do my research. Appreciate that. We'll, we'll look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but back at the episode. Um, okay, for some reason, Stu was confused by the interrogation. Yeah, okay. the interrogation uh, while they were in the uh, marshal's office and they were interrogating Boyd. Uh, for those who didn't see it last week, Boyd was caught up in a uh, robbery, basically, of the mine. Uh, they, they were at the, He works at the mine, and so these other guys had befriended him and said, hey, we're going to take... They're going to steal money from the mine, and they uh, basically uh, coerced them into uh, helping them. But mm-hmm. his plan all along was to uh, ensure that uh, he didn't get killed by them, and in, and instead, not only would he not get killed by them, but he would turn the tables on them, and they would end up being killed. Mm-hmm. So that he could get out uh, from uh, under having to deal with them or having to be killed by them, and it turned out it worked out all well for everybody. But in return, he ended up taking some money from the mine and he gave it to um, Eva, okay. the woman in the scene, right, right, right. who he's living with at the moment, uh, not as a boyfriend or girlfriend or anything like that, but they're just, he's living in the same house with her and he knew, he knew she was, they were going to take the house from her because she was behind in her payment, so he took some of the money and gave it to her so she could keep her house. Mm. And he was basically telling her, you can either tell the cops on me or not, mm. either way, I'll understand. And so she chose not to tell the cops, and so they were being inter- inter- uh, interrogated b- about the robbery, about the killings, and where the money is. Mm. And um, uh, Boyd mentioned to Raylan, like just right after that, saying, yeah. you, "You know, you know a little something about what helping out, or yeah, or... because he used to be the boyfriend of Eva, right? Oh, for, wait, Raylan for Eva? Or, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I got Ray, it. Okay. Raylan and Eva were hooking up for a while. Ah, okay, until that went south." Pardon the pun. Gotcha. And uh, he ended up starting to see his ex-wife again. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. So, that's... And by the way, Boyd is the brother of Eva's husband, her former husband, who is dead now. Oh, so just that that that, ten- just... that Tennessee or that Kentucky <laughs> that Kentucky uh, bloodlines are pretty you gotta... crazy. We need exactly. a, we need a diagram next time. Yeah, so I know. I'll we get can point, point to the things. <laughs> yeah, regardless, uh, you know, Boyd's a great character, and so it was, was it was a little disappointing not to see more of him. I just love his his manner. I mean, his great acting. His he's so quiet, and he's got this great tone in his voice, and he just really eats up the, the is he, dialogue. Is he still a man of God? Because the last time, well, here's the thing. Yeah. He 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 was trying to turn his life around because he's really been a, a he's been a bad guy. He's yeah. always stealing, hurting, killing people, all that kind of stuff. And he's turned his life around to God, and he'd surrender to God and everything like that and he tried that path and apparently it didn't just did not work out okay. for him because first of all nobody believed the conversion so right, anytime, yeah. anytime anything went wrong they always thought Boyd was a part of it mm-hmm. so he knew that if there was a there was a bomb blast at a mine in a mine shaft they knew they'd come looking at him mm-hmm. and in fact the reason why the, 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 the three guys that 
uh, eventually got killed in that mine blast came after Boyd or wanted his help was because they needed a powder man. Mm-hmm. And so he knew that no matter how, how what goes down here, I'm going to get blamed for it. Mm-hmm. So he, he found a way to get out of it without, and as I mentioned earlier, without dying and implicating somebody else mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, well, speaking, I also just wanted to take a step. Let's take a step back of how we actually, why we're doing Justified. Because uh, at, uh, your passion th- showed through in that regard yeah, I, and the way you spoke about it. And yeah. John, tell us the story of why we are actually covering Justified. Yeah, you know, I, I got to tell you, I just saw this a couple of, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know, four weeks ago I started watching this. Somebody told me, yeah, you got to see this. And I, I like Timothy Oliphant, first of all, to begin with. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've enjoyed the movies he's done uh, and uh, just enjoy his acting. And then it, I found out it was, it was based on an Elmore Leonard book. Mm. So, And he always writes great characters. He's got great dialogue. And the stories are really compelling. So I figured, oh, well, this has got to be pretty good. And I just found out from Jesse that... 22, the 22? It was 22 of his books were turned into movies yeah. and two into TV series. I mean, and that's tons of that we all know. It's pretty impressive. Is that more than Stephen King? I don't know. That's a great question. But uh, we'll see if Jesse can figure that out for us. But anyway, so it had all that going with it. And then I just heard really good and interesting things about it. And then the first one I saw, as you can see from this, I this is a whole world I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just not really familiar with Harlan County or, or the, the goings-on. And, and you didn't see it as much in this particular episode, but when you, you, you see, uh, seen a few of the others, it's just a whole world I've never seen, I've never heard. I was fascinated by it. I thought the dialogue was amazing. And mm-hmm. uh, the casting is incredible. I mean, everybody they got, you just, you just go, yeah, okay, I believe that. I believe that one. <laughs> they just seem like these people. Mm-hmm. I think the, the job is terrific all around. Well, that's when John approached me and said we should do one. And then I, I sent out an email to all my hosts, and I said, anyone interested? And Stu came in. And, and Stu, what draws you to the show? Uh, Timothy, uh, main character who plays Raylan, actually. I, I've seen him in Damages. I saw him in um, Deadwood. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, love his, yeah, I love his acting. I loved him in those two series. And, and then uh, about four weeks ago, too, I, I started watching it um, season one. Yeah. And I saw a trailer, which was the opening of the series, that just set everything in motion was uh, when... When uh, when Raylan was in Miami and yeah. that's where he came from, when he just went up and shot a guy, made him pull first, whatever. I I thought it was a great. It just pulled me right into the series. Yeah. And uh, and uh, but I mean, I'm jumping ahead <laughs> way far because I'm only I'm still like mindset of episode uh, two, season one. So a lot of things have obviously changed. Um, some things I saw coming, some things I didn't. But but yeah, I mean, but yeah, like you said, it's a different world. It's you don't typically see cop shows that are out of the city. But in a small town atmosphere, and I mean, he's playing like a like a nineteenth, eighteenth century marshal in exactly. like a twenty first yeah. century world, and it's yeah. really, I, I love I love the combination. Of yeah, everything. the juxtapositions are great because they have all this high tech stuff. Not that they really use it because they don't. Yeah. But but it, it really feels like an old western. Mm-hmm. But there's a modern sensibility to it that is just I mean it's just a great mix. Yeah. Yeah, I mean for me there, um, it's by his desk. He has that poster behind him. And it's very much like you would see at a salon of like wanted, you know what I mean? It's yeah. very Western, and that yeah. that made me chuckle. Yeah, so, you know. And just the fact that uh, Stephen King actually has roughly about eighty of his books turned into movies Jesus. and TV. What a jerk! <laughs> <laughs> Share the wealth, dude. He had a pretty good speech the, uh, this week regarding the um, regarding everything that's going on in like Wisconsin, and Florida, and the unions. Mm-hmm. But uh, so so he. I know he's not a jerk per se, but uh, I am jealous uh, <laughs> of Stephen King. But anyway, um, where were we? 
Well, the man, the man's got. You can't argue. He's got talent. He has got talent. Yeah. And you know what? It he's may, a brilliant man. He he will be the first to admit his th- work is not genius, but you know, entertaining. Anyway, I think he has some genius stuff. I agree, but he won't agree. Okay, that's true. He's very humble. He is. He is indeed. Um, so we obviously get the interrogation, and then we're taken to the opening credits, which we again we love the gangsta, 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 gangsta grass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is not a genre of music, as oh. I just found out. It is the name of the artist who performs the song. I think it still could be a genre. I think it could be called a wow. Stu, you made a me genre. feel bad, and I Jesse, promise why, all these how people. How could you screw that up, Mister Musical Genius? Well, well, because I've never heard of the artist gr- <laughs> Gangsta Grass. Oh, well, okay. You need to get their records. All right, After Buzz, I'm gonna. After Buzz needs to start doing research. <laughs> we don't know music. We don't know. Come on. We don't know how many books have been turned into movies. We have to exactly. We're this is, terrible. This is we, we can't even get our cue right to say the title of the show. I know. This I know. It's, it's terrible. Ragtag. Why uh, is your name bleeped out? By the way, uh, it, it's offensive to the FCC. Uh, okay. No, I, I thought I thought John does our um, Beyond Scared Straight edition, and it was because you didn't want people associating you <laughs> or with the things you said. So we blurped, uh, blurped out your name. But now I think people, I mean, if it, if your name ever leaks, they'll kind of get the connection. You think? <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> put two and two together. Uh, it's justified. Speaking of which. Um, okay. So um, we obviously, we end up at the house. There's an argument mm-hmm. um, because of the collateral is, is the house because he bought a horse. A yeah, he used, horse. The, he used the house as collateral to buy a horse. That's uh, like... Really? Yeah. But it's a show horse. It's a, so what's the, what do you mean? It's a show horse. Well, so a show horse would be much more expensive and uh, uh, desirable uh, by other buyers. So he, he's looking at it as an investment, not just a, a workhorse. It's not a workhorse. So, but it, is it like, um, it still races, right? Is that, or I, what, what does a show horse do? Like well, it shows up, like right? They do the it, they they don't necessarily race, but they do the tricks and things like that. Not really being from the equestrian world, I'm not exactly sure what a show horse do, does, but I can only imagine that if it's a. I think he said show horse, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would imagine it does. Uh, like I don't know, like dog show stuff, but with horses, I guess either that or is it? It's could. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's not. It's know. not like the horse track. It's it's the one where they're jumping over. Right. I don't know. They they're the ones that do the tricks. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. For me, uh, unless you really, really have the money and, and and can blow it, you know, don't really put your money on horses. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> you don't bet on the horses, huh? No, I really don't. Right, well, you know, and, and and certainly not enough to put a house down as collateral. No, I don't think that would be a wise choice. Which I think is why she was all upset. So, ran rightly so. Mm-hmm. But he, I just love him, how, in his mind, it's justified. Of like, just, just let me explain. You know, it's yeah. a show horse. Yeah. Like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. Is he out of his mind? I don't know enough about that world. I just love that the that the fact that he put up his house <laughs> for collateral. Like, why would you do that? I don't care how good the horse. But, is. but like John, you're an actor. Like, yeah. what? I mean, obviously, when you're an actor, you want to occupy the space of the character you're playing. And uh-huh. so, so in his mind, yeah, this is totally. Justified. Of course, yes. In his mind, it is absolutely. But 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 how do you prepare for that? Of like actually thinking, like yeah, you know what, putting up a house That's for a, a horse. Good is, idea. 
Well, I imagine you, as an actor, you'd have to do your research and go, oh, okay, this is what the, the, these kinds of horses do. And, that, you know, they're worth quarters of millions of dollars. Well, yeah, there's there's something greater to be had in there. Um, so no, I want to I want to like what sort of what is that investment like? How much are we talking? Like you're, you're, the percentage you retain is in the millions, you know, versus your house. I just, My I guess I I can't I can't say it any other way. Stu. I don't know enough about horses. I know it's not goji juice where uh, it's goji. a pyramid scheme, but um, I don't know. I guess they just have a whole set of different values over there mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know what you can bank at a horse show. I don't know what what money you get out of it. From well, if you think just you know when the, they they use the horse for um, what do they call that glue? No, not glue. <laughs> I don't a- know animal husbandry when they're you know they're oh, yeah, selling the, a seed yeah, and all yeah. that other stuff. Like, they right. get ten thousand a shot or whatever those things are for. So I mean, who knows? I mean, that could could be making a lot of money for you. Mm. I don't yeah. know. I also didn't. I I mean, I was going to ask if. Um, because obviously they've split, um, Greg, um, Gary, and uh, Winona. So I, I I didn't know if this was out of spite or something. I mean, well, he he's trying to win her back by selling the house, be- uh, okay. but he wants her to divorce her for this is his plan. Uh-huh. I want to win you back, but we need to divorce first because our house is underwater, meaning you know they owe more than it's worth. Mm-hmm. And if we're both on the hook for that, that's going to ruin you financially. Mm-hmm. So divorce me. I'll take the hit for it. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, what he was also doing, apparently, is is putting the house up, whatever collateral is left. I don't know how you have collateral on the house if you own yeah. what it's worth. But let's just say— It's a weird uh, banking system it is, in, it is. in this country. Um, <laughs> so you have no equity in it. But let's just say he does it. But that that's part of his plan to get out from under all this burden that they have. Mm-hmm. So And then she's freaked out because, for obvious reasons, like, what are you— Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. So that's what that was about. Okay. So yeah, they split up, but he's trying to get back together with her. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. He, at least that makes that makes sense. That you know, in his mind, I could he could justify that. Whereas the answer you were giving before was just yeah, I don't know. Well, because I didn't know, but I think we should start a drinking game. Every time Phil says justify or justified, <laughs> we should start drinking. Well, it's just it's just. <laughs> you know what? I I commend these shows p- for picking those uh, one word. Mm-hmm. Uh, titles that describe the show, like Shameless. Mm-hmm. Right. What those people nice. do is so shameless. Yeah, There's you, no you, better word you know what of you're description. Into. You know what you're getting in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Okay. So kudos. Duly noted. Duly noted. Duly noted. Um, then we obviously, we go to the evidence room, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't have the key to the cage. Mm-mm. By the way, very un- underwhelming evidence room. Or no, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. Again, I'm not familiar with too many evidence rooms. It looked fine to me. It seemed very disorganized. I don't know the fact that like uh, it seemed like a like a janitor's closet, but with an you know I don't these, I don't know. From what I know, these things aren't like the most well kept places. I mean, they're just. They're and I'm of, comparing to Southland because Stu and I do, uh, okay, which I is which is about cops in L.A. Sure, mm-hmm. clearly different, but you know that's my point of. But what was so disorganized about it? They just you know. I don't know. They had lockers. Yeah, they had uh, lockers and lock boxes. Yeah, I thought the, the only thing that was they weird had, like, about cubby it was, holes. was so lax about it. Here, here, take the keys. Right? Yeah, reception's yeah. horrible. Here, go ahead, do whatever you need to. But then, and she works. I think she works for the prosecuting. Pretty, she works for the prosecutor office. Something. I can't remember what she does. Yeah. But they obviously know where she's in those circles. So why would you, you wouldn't give those keys to somebody you didn't trust? So she has to be working in those circles to some degree. 
Yeah, um, you but def- you still give those keys. You definitely wouldn't give that to a defense attorney. No, nah, um, <laughs> probably not be a good but idea. But I, I, I would hold the same standards for a prosecutor but as the, well. But the strangest but... thing was, okay, Raylan, who is a marshal, yeah. doesn't have a key to that room. Yeah, this because apparently he can't. Right. But here, I'll give you mine, yeah. and he gives it to some woman. <laughs> so I, I can't give it to the marshal for him to get in, but I can give it to her. So it's mm-hmm. not justified. No, that was not okay. justified at all. That didn't make sense. Can but, we get some know. beers in here? For the- <laughs> well, we have. We we do. Stu was uh, sipping on uh, our beers from last night's St. Patty's Day celebration. Yes. Um, so we had a few left over green ones, and we're happy to see that uh, Phil's in fine. Uh, uh, working order this. I morning. was it wasn't this morning, but doing. this afternoon. Nice, nice. To yeah, see it took you some. Yeah, somebody nice wasn't answering my calls up until uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can I say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got Not much this morning. That's for sure. I got overserved. <laughs> yes, you did. Um. Anyway, but so, you get you get a good feeling for their relationship. Those guys. I, I thought that what they did nicely in this particular episode between the two of them, Raylan and Winona. Is you see that you see their history, even though they don't say much, you can see their history, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. And they really, they really did a great job of withholding uh, the, the 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 issue that they have to deal with. So it carried through the whole movie. Because even at the end, of, not the movie, but even at the end of the episode, he says, "You know, we have to talk about this." Mm-hmm. So and they're continuing to keep that thread running through all the episodes, which is great because they're really being stingy about giving you information. Well, yeah. They, they, um as they walked into the Evans room, they kind of had their, you know, generic conversation. Yeah. And uh, obviously, as a writer, you tend to avoid that stuff. But I, they really turned it on a dime when uh, she wants an answer from him. And sort of the truth comes out, like, I don't have a key. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's where it took, like, the greater turn of, like, now they they have to get something. But obviously, the, there was a huge subtext mm-hmm. to what they were talking about. Yeah. So... I'm not articulating that as well. Which, as which was uh, talking about having a kid or something, and 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 that that seemed you said withholding, but that you know that, that was really forward. Oh uh, well, that's that's from another. So what I'm talking about, they're talking about stuff that they don't isn't really the issue. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you don't really you aren't really aware of that because you had seen previous yeah, things. Yeah. I think what what they really need to be talking about is something else. So and that's what they still haven't talked about. Okay. Well, the sad okay. truth is, no matter no anyone in life. We never fully say what we mean, and so therefore there's always... What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew. See, I don't know. Okay. There's always a subtext, uh-huh. mm-hmm. i.e. the subconscious mind. After That's right. That's right. I'm going to learn you. Okay. <laughs> um, and in this scene, we get the sort of inciting incident for a greater scheme. Yep. Which is she takes the money. She's money. Takes some. Mm-hmm. And this is going to obviously carry, we'll, we'll predict what's going to happen with all of this. But in the short term, it leads her to go to the bank mm-hmm. and the incident. And would you, would you say this, this was the inciting incident of the, the, at this episode? Bank robbery or no? Or is that just an act? No, that was, had to be taking the money, right? Yeah. She doesn't okay. take the that, money. That's what drove no everything for Yeah. She can go to the bank, but if she didn't have the money when she went to the bank, there's no... Can. Okay. There's no sell. Glad you guys disagree. Okay. Um, so she goes... No, we just agreed, didn't yeah. we? Didn't he, we agreed. Yeah, but you disagreed with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that, that, that's <laughs> the point, I guess. <laughs> so we go to the bank, and um, ironically, she, she almost wants... 
she she's hesitant to go there, and she's about to leave, and that's when all hell breaks loose. Yeah, so quite unfortunate if she had just gone yeah. two seconds sooner, she would have made it's it. It's a out. game of inches. It, it is, you know, very Alfred Hitchcockian, where of like, okay, I could have gone left today, mm-hmm. um, but I should have gone right, and everything would have been okay. By the way, that's what kind of interests me about this series is how. When I first watched it, I actually was getting into it expecting um, um, a, a a plot line with Boyd, just just, just Boyd basically the, yeah. to last the entire series or season, and then it's it turns into uh, but it turns into different different criminals each episode. I just yeah. thought that was interesting considering you don't typically think of really uh, really highly charged crimes. Um, uh, you know, like uh, with coal mines blowing up and yeah. and and bazooka. Uh, that was in season one, but bazookas blowing up churches and yeah. and uh, bank robberies. And I mean, it's it's it's, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. for one little town. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot going on yeah. down there. <laughs> wow. I, well, it's always funny. Like uh, you, you sort of look back on all these shows, like Desperate Housewives. Like if you put on paper, like oh, everything yeah. that the street deals with like murders, rapists, uh, like, oh my God. It's the last place in America you want to live is yeah. on. Yeah. Hysteria yeah. Lane. Hysteria yeah, very universal. <laughs> so, you know, TV is like life. Yeah. It is not oh, yes. exactly like life. Right. I, so. I agree. But, um, let's talk about the bank robbery in that case. Yeah. Three, I, I love how you guys pointed out this guy's uh, air tank, Frank. Yeah, as we later yeah, learned, it's their tank. Very uh, for me, I thought like, oh my! I, I thought my mind went to No Country of Old Men, where mm-hmm. this was his weapon of choice. Yeah, versus his necessity. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's what you said. <laughs> I casually mentioned that he was using it to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But uh, yeah. I mean, it, so interesting how that this is the, the the ringleader of this whole thing. Yeah. And and again, I I don't I haven't read. I don't remember if I've read an, an Elmore Leonard book, so I I can't really speak to that. But usually in his in the movies that are uh, uh, made from his adapted. books, yes, thank you. Um, they've always got these things. It's very you know, because I I just you don't usually see a bank robber wheeling around an air tank and sucking yeah. off of it. <laughs> you just don't usually see that. Yeah. And he's the ringleader, so mm-hmm. so I just kind of find that interesting. And then, yeah, but they, but they did eventually. I mean, but they did deepen his character. I mean, yeah. you saw he came from. Um, I mean, well, obviously with that witness or woman who knew him, like yeah. apparently he became a good guy. But before that, when he did, that was his wife, by the way. Oh, that was his wife. That okay, was his I missed wife. that part. And he, he'd um, been in prison for thirty years. Right. Yeah, he'd been in prison. But before, but he definitely came from a darker place when yeah. uh, he put the gun up to the other bank robbers. Yeah, so exactly. he's So he. But but that was all a ruse, because he was just doing that to get them to rob the bank so right. he could take his getaway. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if that was really him or he yeah was just yeah doing true. That to make that but uh but he wasn't running but he wasn't flying off in the distance to go back to his wife he was no he was off like to go to Mexico <laughs> yeah but it doesn't mean he didn't love her yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was hysterical that was yeah I mean that's he opened that up I love my wife yeah that was the opening bit I of that conversation that. at the end but here's the other thing I mean he he might have I mean it could be and, and again this is why I thought this was hysterical. He loves his wife, I'm, and I believed that. Uh, I, I bought that. I also thought if, if he loved them, I get why he would want to leave, not just for the hookers in Mexico or anything like that, but I don't want her to have to live through me dying. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that, that's, that's going to be a painful death for her yeah. to watch that and to have to deal with that. And if he really did love her, I get why he would say, you know what? I don't think she needs this. Mm-hmm. 
I get that. Yeah, yeah. Women women tend to appreciate that sometimes mm-hmm. when uh, they when they have a late divorce, it crushes them. But at the same time, they're like, well, now I don't have to take care of his ass. Yeah, exactly. and, um, Experience in this field, plus the blowjob is in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I've I, I've heard this, a firsthand account of such a uh, explanation. Yeah, but uh, okay. so I, I would think she. Well, although she seemed to deeply love him, I think she would have taken him either way. But uh, oh yeah, she would have done it. Yeah. She would have easily taken care of him and all kinds of things. That was, I think, that was clear. But I just, I get well, why he would do. They that. have Skype. They have webcam. That's um, so he can. They can keep up a relationship from <laughs> across the border. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. It's international too, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I, got, I, mean, I got that going for him. I was surprised by his intelligence. I mean, because um, all old people are stupid, or no, just. Criminals, for the most part, <laughs> okay, in yeah. my mind, you know. Yeah, I mean, this guy had a whole intelligence of when they're when they're in the motel before. Uh, um, I forget Bobby Green's friend, as mm-hmm. he's mainly referred to. So yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah. But, Wayne, um, Wayne, Wayne. So when Wayne is strapping on the flares, as we find out eventually, not dynamite. <laughs> the, the um, he played that to a T. Yeah, he played it great. You know, faked the heart attack and the whole thing. Yeah, and that's exactly. what that's got to that takes some guts. I mean, because we don't know as an audience, we didn't know at the time. But he's got a gun. He fakes a heart attack. His gun is taken away at any moment. That guy could have popped him right then. He's already proven. Wayne has already proven that he'll just shoot a guy for moving. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I thought, well, if that if that if he really faked all that, how did he know that he wasn't going to get shot or killed right then? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a risky I take, I yeah. guess. But. Um, I guess he just Bobby Green is how you said his name was. Bobby Green. Bobby was, Green was, was the, the, the smart one, right? The good guy. The yeah. Team. I guess he just knew that, would because uh, he kind of seemed to be sort of always keeping that guy at check. Um, yeah. So I, I guess he just depended on that and rolled with it, and then uh, it, it came out in his yeah, favor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It, it really worked out for him. Um, yeah, but it, but speaking to the intelligence thing, he had a plan within a plan within a plan. This is like this is like breaking down Inception. Exactly. It was great, though, because he said one thing. He, I got to get the cops off my back, so I'm going to tell him I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory and meet me here at this bridge. So he got all the cops out of the way. The rest of the cops who were sticking around, he got them out of the way by dropping a dime and saying Bobby Green and Wayne over at Versailles, I'm sorry, Versailles, as they called it, Versailles, robbing a bank. Yeah. So he got everybody out of the way so he could make his uh, well, The one thing uh, I would have liked to known um, when our, I'm going to just call him our man, sees the flight simulator program. You know, I would have liked yeah. to sort of have an oh wow moment. You mean the marshal when he sees it on the camera? When he sees it when he's watching the computer and he's Yeah. Yeah. Well you didn't see his aha moment? I saw his I saw his aha moment, but I didn't I didn't realize what it was about, you know? Yeah, but this, I think that was specific because if because he, he looked at it, he saw it, and then he looked to see that there was nobody in his office, which means I'm gonna have to go do this. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't realize like I don't know. You guys could tell that 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 was his sort of master plan, where he was going to catch well, a flight. I or, I only got that just because I've I recognized it was a flight simulator. I knew what flight simulators are. Uh, what I recognized was okay because they held that camera held on the flight simulator as he left the cam- mm-hmm. left the frame. You could see the flight sim- simulator on the copy on the on the computer. So I knew right there. Okay, that's going to come back. Yeah. So no, I, I just trusted would, that they were going to say And I just, I mean, they, they explained it fairly well. Uh, but I would, Well, I don't it, know if you remember, but in the, when um, Raylan was first talking to his wife about the, it, this is after the robbery, and she's, you know, you know uh, touching up her, or, um, you know, amending to, or tending to her cut. He's, she asks, do you know anybody about the, uh, who was involved in the robberies? And Raylan says, yeah, he did, meaning his boss. 
Mm-hmm. You recognize the old guy. He used to he used to fly planes, etc. He know said that. Yeah, he did. And that, oh, so and I that, missed that. Okay. In that there. So when it came back there on the computer, yeah. Like, ah, so he's okay. Gonna, he's See to get that away. that that was the moment I was talking about of missing, but clearly. I missed that, it. That because you thought it was a generic conversation between two people, and it was, but it was about planes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I must have zoned out or something. Yeah. Because. But that's then when, again. That's so there I, you go. The yeah. episode was perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only but, pet peeve, and apparently it's non-existent because they did it. But, it was, but it's interesting it. that you say that because when they, when they first started talking about planes, I was like, what? The, you know, and it looks like they're just talking about the old uh, geezer, and yeah, he used to fly planes. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you know that they never say. They don't usually ninety eight percent of the time the stuff they're saying isn't just for nothing. So yeah. when the when I saw the flight simulator, they think ah that's why they were talking about planes. Yeah. If a gun goes off in Act Three, it must be written in Act One in a subtle way. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. right. So you taking notes? No, no taken. No notes taken. We haven't said anything profound yet. I think that's a problem. Oh, Stu, that's... Inspire me, Phil. That's this. Um, <laughs> well, Stu, why don't you inspire us by talking about if you had to write on paper the slowest chase <laughs> in the history of TV and movies, how would you write it? Um, I'll, I would give one guy an oxygen tank, mm-hmm. and then I would make the other guy a former smoker. Yeah. And then... Woman be running to a plane, right? Right. Right. And then, so he's got to ditch it because that oxygen tank will blow up if he shoots like it. Like Jaws. Like Jaws. Even though that was proven wrong by... Um, Mythbusters. Uh, Mythbusters. So, Mythbusters can call in, and that's my pet peeve. Yeah, but he uh, might not have seen that episode of Mythbusters. Oh, okay. He's yeah, been in prison been for in 30 prison, years. So. But he does know how to use a webcam. Yeah. Um, kind of... But you don't have... I don't think he has a prison webcam where he was. I don't know. But, but then... Then he would collapse at the plane, yeah. and then he would talk about going to Mexico. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, yeah. I, I will say this: it's um, all original. It's all Stewart from the mind, from the mind of Stewart. Yeah. Well, uh, in many ways, I do think you, st- uh, not necessarily the chase, yeah. but the but the lines they were saying was very reminiscent of Mister Majestic. Yeah. Um, I think with, that is with Bronson, uh, right? Yeah, 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 Bronson. Um, for those of you, it's a, it's. An I older, think that is an Elmore Leonard. Yeah, I think so. I don't. Know. Jess, can you look that up for us? It's uh, Mister Majestic. Majestic spelled in a weird it, way. M A J E S T. That is one of there them. There you go. So okay. So kudos to me. Awesome. Kudos to me for this is this is that. why I host this show. See, this is why you I bring in information. Your hosting is justified. It is. <laughs> um, but Stu, you you have no idea what what the hell. Mr. Majestic is, do you? No. You know, I've never seen that? It's classic. That's not the one with Jim Carrey. I know that. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, that's the Majestic. This is Mr. Majestic. Oh. Yes. And it's Charles Bronson. He just wants to plant his melons. Yeah, that's oh. all he wants to do. And uh, him and him and the bad guy sort of end up together, and they're in this rinking-dink place, uh, you know, down on the ground and just talking, and Charles Bronson is proposed this. Hey, um, we could go to L.A. tonight, go to Mexico, be in Mexico by tomorrow, bathing and being and getting laid. And uh, in many ways, or I, it's very reminiscent of what um, the marshal says to um, Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the movie, uh, Mr. Majestic, as his name is, Charles Bronson, he says, "I've been to I've been to L.A., I've been to Mexico, and I've been laid. I just want to do my watermelons." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone should go see that movie. Yep. It's a good movie. But I, I love that, Jason. I thought it was hysterical. 
Yeah. I just thought that was great. Yeah, that's and, and and here's the thing: the the, the, the part of it that I thought was great. He goes, he's got bad knees. He doesn't want to chase him. Oh, come on, he has to chase this old man. And then he goes back for the air tank because it's an old man, and he doesn't. He knows the guy's gonna need his oxygen. I mean, that's southern <laughs> hospitality. Come on, seriously, it, it really, really? Is. come yeah, on. Yeah. And the it's music, amazing. The music for me, the music yeah, the is music what really sold it. Like, yeah, it was I terrific. Yeah, I wonder if that was by Gangsta Grass, yeah, the yeah. genre yeah. versus. It's a genre and a band. Yeah. It's two things. <laughs> it should be. That was funny. Just really I enjoyed that. And I liked at the end when he said <laughs> the whole thing about smoking, and then he digs in to get his own chaw. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that was in a uh, uh, nicotine. Not nicotine. What am I saying? Nicorette? No. No. That, oh, was, oh, okay. that, was, that was tobacco. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he. I, I didn't see him do the pinch. Out of the, yeah, he did the pinch okay. and the whole thing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Aren't you glad you gave up smoking? <laughs> Start oh, spitting nasty. away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I just thought that was great. So, but I think this thing's full of moments. Like every time I watch it, they're full of these little tiny moments, which to me are very Elmore Leonard like. Mm -hmm. So it, that's why I've enjoyed this because it's really in keeping with what I know of Elmore Leonard. And I'm I'm not even I'm not saying that I'm a an avid reader, but it's my experience of him based on the movies I've seen. So whatever they're doing, they're keeping that consistent. So what movies have you, you know, what, what movies have you seen of his? Uh, Out of Sight is one of my favorites uh, that, that Elmore, that they converted, mm -hmm. uh, adapted, a better, better word. And uh, Jesse, name, name, off the, name off 10. I'm sure you've seen them all. Well, Mr. Majestic, apparently. Yeah. We have Mr. Majestic, 52 Pickup, um, Valdez is Coming, Stick It, Stick, The Tall T, The Ambassador, um, Gold Coast, 310 to Yuma, yeah. Last Stand at Sabre River, Get Shorty, yeah. Kill Shot, Be Cool, uh, Pronto, Hombre, Cat Chaser, Touch, wow, Glitz, Hombre, and Hombre. Rum Punch and Jackie Brown. Yeah. See? So wow. Bunch of them. So. Yeah. I like Jackie Brown. I thought that was, I guess I assumed that was written by Quentin. He just, he adapted. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. So, the gotcha. stories. Yeah. Interesting. Very well. Now you know. Mm -hmm. Now you know. Now I know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so let's go back to sort of um, Winoma's money issue. And yeah, the, the, let me speak to that because this because uh, it ties in with the Elmore Leonard thing, and just about every one of Elmore Leonard's things. And, and this is something I hold true to myself, true true for the world. Dames is trouble. This is what I'm saying. This, every one of his movies. If if this dame didn't steal a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Raylan wouldn't be in the shit storm he's going to be in. But no, dames is trouble. They're always trouble. They are. <laughs> There's a great line from uh, Double Indemnity. I did it for the money, and I did it for the girl. Mm -hmm. I didn't get the money, and I didn't get the girl. Right. See, dames is trouble. But they're worth it, usually. That's so it. So, John, you have saying. a wife, though? I do like have a wife, but she's worth it. I feel a divorce. So Elmore would soon. side with Just Ronnie. kidding. Just kidding. What did you say? I said, I feel a divorce coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just kidding. So Elmore would side with Ronnie on the Jersey Shore in the Sam Ronnie uh, face-off. I don't know if our viewers <laughs> that watch Justify. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Because really so, you said that, and I went, I don't know what happened between them, so I don't know what you're talking about. I think I think we have uh, we have some class wars here at After Buzz, um, and we have the reality section mm. versus w what Paul Ashton is spearheading the smart. Ooh, I'm Paul Ashton. I'm I'm Australian. <laughs> Clearly, a terrible impersonation. But uh, that was spot on. Spot on. <laughs> but yeah, the snotty edition. And uh, yeah. so far, I'm the only one that has sort of bridged the gaps because mm -hmm. I have to. That's nice. 
Um, you you are your name. But yeah, don't don't bring united. in the Jersey Shore on this show. It's, yeah. it's, it's not nobody cares. Okay. You know. I brought on other shows and everyone was fine. Bring up Mr. Majestic, if anything. Yes. Bring yeah. up things like that, not Ronnie that's and not, That's not in my bookcase, my bookshelf. I, yeah. uh, not... Well, we got to get there. Um, but yes, back to the money Yeah, thing. so she steals this, though she takes this $100 bill or whatever, and it's because of this that he has to make sure that he gets there first to get that, and he has to go through all that money to get that one damn thing back so she doesn't get Isn't that just anymore. romantic? It is romantic. He went through all that for her. For his ex-wife, who is who he is still railing? Still what? Railing. That's what the kids say. <laughs> railing? Just, oh, no. I don't, I, well, I, I would imagine at some point they're railing. Uh, yeah, they're uh, sleeping together. And they, oh. it seems like they really want to get back together. But they, they have issues to overcome. Which is See, what causes? You know, I don't first, know. I don't know what's stopping them. I, is that that? That's that's that underlying issue. Well, yeah, the underlying issue. Really, they kind of touched on it. Is that she? She would like to have kids, but really, what it is about is that she can't handle the fact that he's in the job that he's in, and he's always in constant danger. Right. Because she doesn't know every time if he leaves the house if he's ever going to come back. Mm-hmm, right. And which is I thought, which I liked this episode for because if he wasn't that kind of guy. She would been be being really big shit right now because he wouldn't have been able to save her out of this. Mm-hmm. So it's because of who he is and because of the job he has that he's able to save her. So she's going to have to come to terms with that. As it's a double-edged sword. That's right. So, um, but she was going to save that money. Was going to it was real um, mm-hmm. for them, right? Not not for the house. Now, how do you think uh, old uh, Raylan uh, would have reacted? Well, that's what the, you know they said the uh, the next episode they yeah. showed highlights from, and I'm sure that's what they're going to be dealing with because they even mentioned that is like, haven't you ever taken any? And this yeah. is what she she posted that question yeah, to yeah, him, yeah. and we get to find out what, you know what his code is, mm-hmm. which is you know that you know in a lot of respects this is a, this show is also like a lot of uh, film noirs. He has his own code that he lives by, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he as far as I can tell, it's justified when you kill people. Mm-hmm. Hence the t- name of the uh, the show, but also you, you know he never steals, so certain things are he he holds to the letter of the law, and other things not so much. <laughs> and spirit so, of the law, exactly. So, and those, and those gray, gray areas are wonderful. Mm. That makes for this great conflict. <laughs> well, um, I have nothing to add apart from there because a lot of everything that I have to say on this subject, obviously, I'm saving sort of more predictions because that's. Where will it'll transpire with this money situation, Stu? Do you have anything to add before we go to commercial on no, this subject? No, I'm 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 tapped out. Stu, give it a little wink for our, for our audiences, for the girls out there, listening <laughs> slash seeing it. Mm-hmm. Triple, that was the triple wink right there. If you think Stu's like outfit is is uh is cool, does it pop? Send Stu suggestions. Yes. Uh, you know, send me a shirt and I will wear it. Let's do. Let's go with that. Oh, I can't wait. To <laughs> That'd see be fair. What... I like that idea. I like that idea. Yeah. All right. So for, I'm gonna look in this one. We're gonna have a contest. Please send uh, shirts. Uh, email us at info at afterbuzztv, and uh, we'll set you up so that way you can send Stu an amazing shirt and uh, he'll wear it. Nothing's off limits. It's, it's gotta be love... justifiable. <laughs> it's gotta be okay. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, at the the minute the, the requirement is he has to have his junk covered up. Yes, so. that is a requirement. Yes. So I, I didn't know. Anything I didn't else? know my pants were coming off too. But. No, but the, no, they're the not see, see-through shirt. I guess that's 
Yeah. That's all right. That's acceptable. That is acceptable. That, yeah, I guess. Okay. If it, if it wins, it wins. <laughs> as long as it's justified. Mm, yeah. And that is uh, the word of the day, justified. That's right. And now, let's go to our justifiably amazing commercial. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. 347-855-8269. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig will come off. That wig come off, baby. No! Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Madman. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. And we're justifiably back. Justifiably back. Justifiably. Indeed. I was hoping we'd get our uh, grass, grass, gangster grass music as we were coming in, but oh, I was time. not privileged. Well, um, Jesse, why don't we go to our news and gossip for today? After Buzz TV News. So Walt Disney Studios has announced that they have acquired and are pres- presently in development on a new picture called The Runner. The movie is a science fiction film in which Disney is collaborating with writer Dave Andron, one of the writers of Justified. The story is set in 2027, centers on a man who travels back in time to visit Earth before it became not fit to live in an attempt to change the past. The plot is decidedly non-Disney. It seems reasonable to consider it as a typical post-apocalyptic time travel project. Mm-hmm. Well, Disney owns everything. Um, so they'll just put that in another sector or company that they own that doesn't have Disney on it. So uh, that's, that's how right. they get away with it. Yeah. It'll be the Lexus of Disney. So it's justified. 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 Yeah. All right. Onward. Justified star Timothy Oliphant has insisted that the show's second season is better than the first. The actor told E! Online that filming the new episodes of the FX drama, quote, felt like getting another run at it. The show's better this year than last year, he claimed. Last year we had an opportunity to try a bunch of different stuff, and then we had this lovely opportunity to look at it and say, this stuff we liked and this stuff we didn't like so much. He continued, we had the opportunity this year to focus on the things that we were really psyched about. Well, okay. uh, I would hope that you would only grow. Otherwise, that's the opposite of progress. Well, it's nice that they took that opportunity to do so. Yeah, some people don't. Some yeah. people don't. It's very true. Mm-hmm. They, let, they, they um, get complacent. Mm-hmm. And you know what? So, Stu, uh, ha- you know, seeing season one to season two... Slash only seeing a few I, episodes of season one and now season two. Yeah, would you agree? I uh, I don't know. I, I I mean I was I I didn't know a lot of was a lot of things that have happened. I I I kind of wish he would go back to Miami. I don't know. I just loved a cowboy in Miami. Uh, See, I don't know anything about. Yeah, that was just I don't know. Just that first 
the, 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 the beginning of the pilot just really got me. But um, I like that he returned home, but I kind of want him to go back to Miami. I think I hope there's a calling for him there someday. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have as to long see as it's justified. One, as long as it's justified. Yeah, okay. As long as it's justified. All, All right. right, and that's your AfterBuzz TV news and gossip for Justified, March 16th, 2011. And then, yeah. And then, so Dexter, Miami, Justified, Miami, FX. Oh, well, Showtime, FX, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> combine an episode, huh? What is okay. this like, Super Friends? Dextified, what? what? Yeah, and uh, and Raylan goes after Dexter. Ah, combine uh, nice. combine shows, pretty. Uh, that's that's a case. That's okay. a case of Raylan. Why don't you you pitch that? Scalpel, yeah, pitch scalpel that. on quick draw gun. <laughs> No? I like how you did that. Yeah. It's a good thing you Alright, so no one cares about your prediction. So I was a little early on the prediction, I'm sorry. So wait, is that your prediction that we're gonna get a, a, a what did you call it? Jex Jextered? Dextified, I Dextified, call it. Dextified. Yeah, yeah. Dextified. That's okay. that's one. My other one is um um a considering what I've seen so far with coal uh, coal mining explosions and RPGs yeah. and, um, and bank robbies. I, I hope I see a Dixie Mafia. Oh yeah, they, they, they keep mentioning them, so I'm imagining. Oh, oh, the, oh they mentioned it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. This was, Oh, they're oh. on their way. Oh, have you seen the 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 uh, family that's taken over for the the Crowders? No. Okay, well, see. Okay. This is why you will probably enjoy this oh, yeah. season okay. just as much as you did the first season because right. once you see th that family and what they do and. Mm -hmm. That's messed up. The Very mama, good. that oh my god, the mama, the mom of that family took a ball peen hammer. By the way, we're, we're watching uh, the <laughs> slowest the, chase on her. Here it is. Yeah, this will take a while. So while that's happening, <laughs> the mama took a ball peen hammer to the ha to the hand of her son to to teach him a lesson. Oh, it was yeah, just okay. That's nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty. It was, it was like whoa. All right. <laughs> and then right afterwards, okay. And he, what does he do? He goes crawling back to her and said, Mama, I'm so sorry. I love you, Mama. I'm so sorry. He just had a hammer taken to his hand. I'm so sorry, Mama. It's why I go, who are these people? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it was, it was amazing. Excellent. Interesting. I didn't realize uh, today's predictions would sort of go into the greater discussion of uh, sorry, the future sorry. of television. Couldn't help it. <laughs> Uh, well, we obviously know the money will be a big thing, and um, yeah. money will be a big thing. It will. I'm looking forward. To, you know, my I'm just looking forward to that family and the Dixie Mafia mm. coming after each other because that's the two groups that are going to be colliding, and Raylan's going to be in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. It'll be quite interesting. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for letting me host, of all people. Yes. Well, just, I thought you did a fabulous job uh, with the well, uh, unbiased and uh, well, objective good, viewpoint. I had good co-hosts, so uh, keep tuning in. This was our first video show for Justified, and we hopefully will have more if DJ Jesse allows us. Thanks, yes. thanks everyone. Thank you. For producers okay. Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.